Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm covering a few things to be aware of in the dating world, from trends to online profiles, and I take a few calls. Topics include what not to put on your dating profile to up your chances of getting a match, dropping hints about being in the mood that just aren't being well-received, and of course, how to fix it, how to get your partner to focus less on their phone and more on you, and ways to just start talking dirty already. All this and more, thanks for listening. Strong mind-body connection is so important, especially when it comes to sex. But I get it. That's a whole lot easier said than done. That's what inspired Carezza to develop their system of all-natural, hemp-based supplements. It all starts with Carezza's convenient daily spray under your tongue that quickly absorbs. Each spray contains a unique formula of organic ingredients that support sexual function, along with Carezza's proprietary nano CBD, an ultra-pure hemp extract that is quickly absorbed for faster results. They have formulas for men and women containing gender-specific herbs and essential oils that have been traditionally used to support sexual health. And Carezza's hemp extract can reduce anxiety, inflammation, and even help with your overall mood. And when you're ready to get intimate, it's time for Carezza's In The Moment Spray, which I love. It's a spray. It's so easy to use. It's designed as a fast-acting mood elevator. It uses the same hemp extract, but incorporates a whole new set of botanical ingredients to help heat things up. Just a few sprays under the tongue, and you can feel the effects in as little as 15 minutes. As always, check with your doctor before starting any supplement routine. So if you're ready to elevate your mind-body connection, just go to sexwithemily.com slash Carezza. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash K-A-R-E-Z-Z-A. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out our podcast. We love when you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars is awesome. Also, check me out on SiriusXM Radio, Stars Channel 109. I'm there weekdays, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 Pacific, 8 to 10 East. It's been amazing, you guys. I love doing live radio 10 hours a week, helping you all with sex and relationships. If you want a free 30-day trial, visit sexwithemily.com slash SXM. Or you can still call in, 888-947-8277. As always, find us on all social media, at Sex with Emily across the board. If you're not following us, you should be, because we're starting to do giveaways again. Yay! So do that. And I hope you enjoy the show. Phrases to avoid on internet dating bios. And I really wanted to get your opinions on these, Emily, because I feel like you're very good at crafting bios and like helping people with their profiles. So like, let's go through some of these ones. This first one is my kids are my number one priority slash my world. All right. Yeah. Okay. So if you're on, and this is even if you're not even an app, but you're on a first date, I would think that someone that you're out with, they're going to understand if you're a parent that your kid's very important to you, that you love your child. But the problem by saying something like, my kids are my number one priority, I think it's important to let someone know that you're dating that you have kids. You don't want to hide the kids till the fourth date. Like, you have kids. 
But what that message sends to someone is, you're never going to be important to me. Like you'll, I'll never be, I'll never be enough for you. And I think that I understand kids are everything in your world, and you, you know, I, I, I do understand that. But it just, it could just put someone off. And you know, I think that somebody people know the person that you're going to pick as a mom is going to be a good partner and you don't need to lead with like my kids are so important it just it also says like i have no time for anything else is what that says if you're writing that Mm -hmm. out so i think let it be known that you're a a mom but by saying that could be a turnoff and not just like good guys could be turned off by that yeah i mean i think it's more of a um when they explicitly write that they do right and they do i've seen that and i've seen that well no and i've seen it with guys yeah so i okay this is interesting so i've been on the dating apps i've been on bumble and those things and when it's someone's like my kids my everything i i think i probably have those thoughts where i'm like oh yeah well then you're 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 a full-time dad you probably don't have space for a relationship is what i think or there's no room for someone else even though you're on an app so i think that it's just your wording you could say like, love my kid, love being a parent. It's such a joy. You could, there's so many other things you could say there, but not, they're not, there's a specific sentence here is what to avoid. And this was like, they probably looked at tons of dating profiles and found out what worked and what didn't. My kids are my number one priority. My kids are my world. Then yeah. You have no space. It's basically saying you're shut down. Well, yeah. So I'm just saying that like when people write that out, I think people yeah. are like, oh, okay. Like this person's probably overly parenty right like just that's very, the other thing yeah like they're, they're like, just probably a very overprotective parent maybe that they're just very much like like checking up on their kid all the time like yeah that's what that signals to me yeah no you're right that's another way of it too exactly that 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 person is just kids are their world and don't have space yeah i yeah. mean hopefully they're your world but we should just yeah, assume of course that. they're your world you guys i'm not saying that kids aren't your world i'm just saying uh yeah it might say that it's your everything and there's no more space for something else to come in. Okay. Yeah. This next one, I am not looking for fun. Okay. No one wants to hear that. And that is used frequently. <laughs> I mean, unless you say, I'm not looking for fun, fun finds me. You could end it that way now. But no, I'm not, right? That would be I a like good that. twist on Ooh. that. Yeah. Um, that was how you could add, if you're saying, I'm not looking for fun. And I understand the reason why women might write this is because they, you know, have, you know, a bad experience and they start like falling for someone. It's just about sex. Like, I think what women are trying to say here is I'm not looking for something casual. I'm not looking for just a fling. I'm not looking for a roll in the hay. Do people say that anymore? A roll, a roll in the hay. I feel the like hay. my mom would say that. <laughs> roll in the hay. I love that. <laughs> heavy petting. Another thing my mom would say. Oh, I hate that term so My mom's like, much. you know, heavy petting. We were doing heavy petting. I'm like, I don't want to know. But so, <laughs> I, you know, I get it. So like, I feel... <laughs> What does that mean? Like they're petting. It's like a dog. Like petty petting. It just sounds like someone that doesn't know how to pet a dog. Exactly. That is the problem. So, right. Exactly. Don't do it too heavy. Um, and so I think, yeah, you guys. Like, and not like you're fun just says that you, you know, you could say I'm looking for what you should say as a result is um, I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah. I'm looking for a committed relationship rather than saying I'm not just looking for fun, which apparently a lot of women write that. We get it. We get it that you think it, guys are going to interpret it or whoever is going to interpret it is like, you're not just looking for sex, but no, they're just going to think you are not a good time. And probably uptight. And uptight. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for fun. I just want to sit around and what isn't fun? Read. Yeah. Okay, this okay. next one, don't send me dick pics. <sighs> okay, you guys. 
There's so many. This is so loaded in so many ways. I mean, first of all, don't send me dicks pics sounds like, in a way, by saying that, sounds like it almost is a, like you've gotten so many dick pics that you've had to say it. It's sort of upsetting and startling. But also, I feel if you say, don't send me a dick pic, and then there was a guy who was like, damn it, I was just about to text this to you, and he doesn't. I mean, do you want that? There's not a guy going, oh my God, I was just about to send it, so I, I didn't. I just think that the guys you're going to date are probably not going to be the ones sending you dick pics anyway, right? Like, I, I hmm. yeah. So basically, in a way, so I bet these people are saying this to try to weed out the weirdos, but in a sense, they're kind of stopping themselves from weirding out the weirdos right. because then they just won't send the dick pic, but then you're going to find out later that they're weird somehow. Right, exactly. So why not just say, how many dick pics do you really get as a woman? I mean, I know we used to get them a lot on Facebook, but uh, on our Facebook page. But what I'm saying is, yeah, the type of guy that's going to read that and say, oh God, better not do it now is not the guy that you're going to date anyway. Mm-hmm. You're going to know that if you get a dick pic and I just don't think they're that rampant. And it also, I think when you do a lot of don'ts or I hates or I don't like or negative things in your bio, like I hate this and I hate that or people annoy me or I don't, I just think it's much better to tell a story in your um, in your bio, in your dating profile, um, like show, don't tell. So you could talk about something that you do like, like. I love dicks. No. I mean, flip it out head. <laughs> Some people do write that. They do. Um, I like sex. But don't send me dicks pics. It just, you know, I think that they just think whatever. We are. I think that's clear, right? Don't write, don't send me dick pics. The other thing, um, what else did I hear? This is from a friend of mine. He dates all the time. And he's like, girls, who, women who say, um, not looking for hookups. Not looking for hookups. Oh, not looking for hookups. So that is also something that I think doesn't really work anymore because I think that people are doing that like on Tinder and all the apps because people believe that it's it's a hookup app. And I'm telling you guys, dating is a hookup app. Like life is a hookup app. If you decide to hook, hook up with someone, you have that decision. But it's not like if you was going to go on a date with someone that they are going to pressure you. They're assuming that you're going to have sex with them. So I think rather you could say, again, a great thing to say is I'm not into hookups is I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah. I love that you just said that life is a hookup app. It is. Yeah. Life is a hookup app. It is. Like you can hook up anywhere. It's not like you get to decide. Are you hooking up all the time? Then you're that person. You constantly blow my mind. I, oh, Jamie. <laughs> no, like just like these little random things and they're so like simple, but it's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, life is a hookup app. <laughs> oh, okay. you guys will have sex whenever you want. Okay. Um, this, let's do this one last one. Um, just ask slash I'll fill this in later. Okay. So this is what means that you might be a little bit lazy and you're not, you can't think of anything else clever to write. And so I think the problem with that is that someone who messages you is only going on the fact they find you pretty. They find you physically attractive and I don't think that that's what women want. In fact, there have been studies, we've done all these studies about dating apps. What women want to hear is in their first message, they don't want to hear that you find them attractive. They already know that. You probably selected them, not necessarily because of their bio, because you find them attractive. We want to hear something about our personality. We want to hear something about you that you think that we, and I know that you haven't met them yet, but if you could say like, you sound really interesting or I love that you go skydiving, you sound really fun. That's what women want to hear. Conversely, men do want to hear about their looks, says Mm -hmm. studies in an app. They want you to be like, you look really hot, which is funny because I would never do that because I know I don't want that because I already know you find me attractive. But guys want to hear it. Isn't that a twist? How's that for a twist? Do you think that that's why guys, not always, mostly because they suck, but some guys like (laughs) will catcall? 
because they're like they're secretly wishing that women would be like hey you're hot you know what I may, perhaps it's some kind of repressed desire for them to be catcalled I don't know for them to be told they're hot I've never thought about it that way I just think I don't even understand catcalling like when did that work like do they just think I'm gonna catcall all day and then like one person's gonna like say like oh wow you like my ass tell me more um could be <laughs> yeah oh my I, gosh yeah okay no, those are really good, though. So hopefully people don't put those in their bios anymore. Don't put that in your bio if you're dating or even if you're on a date. Yeah. Okay. And Remember let's that. do this last one here. Uh, dating trends to be aware of in 2019. One, because like there's just all these trends, I guess, that like who's coming up with these. But let's go over this. Okay. Um, orbiting. So this one is a dater who distanced themselves from you, but still somehow remains in the background okay they're just like orbiting you uh i guess okay so this is explained as someone that you it ends suddenly or things were left unclear which happens a lot now you're kind of blurred but this is the opposite of ghosting which ghosting i think most people know ghosting Mm -hmm. is when you date someone and it seems like it's going well maybe you go on two to three dates and then poof they're gone so instead of them being totally gone they like all of your instagram posts they might text you every few weeks so you know they're still around so then you still think you can't rid of them you can't cut them because you're like well they keep coming back so i guess that's, that's what orbiting. Orbiting. they're just orbiting you think that's kind of like the uh the backup plan like the backup, yeah, the backup person yeah i think that a lot of us do that we like want to have options yeah that's what it is and so i think and i also think for ego it can feel good to be orbited if someone's orbiting around you're like oh at least i have options too but we're just putting a name to these things and then you get to decide if you want them in your life or not. <laughs> okay, this next one is pocketing. Sorry. So when the person you're dating appears to be keeping you on the back burner and is in no hurry to seriously commit to you. This is what we used to call like a commitment phobe. Ah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's me. Um, pocketing is on the rise, they say. You don't want to be stuffed into a, by po- into a pocket by someone you really thought that a relationship was happening. So how do you know if you're being pocketed? You're probably not being introduced to their friends, their family. There's nothing discussed about future planning. Mm. So open your eyes. You're probably been pocketed. So they also only want to hang out if their schedules are clear. So make sure you're with someone who's excited to show you off. And let me tell you, you can tell this in the first few months. Yeah, I think because so. You can tell everything. My mom says the issues you have in the third date, you will have forever. Wow. Right? No, that's Think like- about that one. Okay? Mm-hmm. So everyone take that and say what you think about that. All right. Okay, and let's just do this last one. Okay. Um, this is very, very interesting. Um, prowling. A prowler. Mm-hmm is someone who ghosts you, then reappears on the scene when it suits them. Oh, okay. So it's like they ghosted you. You were kind of bummed. You were devastated. You're like, I thought it was going really well. And then like three months later, they're like, hey, what's up? And they come back. And so they're prowling. How? I guess it's different than orbiting because they're not always there. I feel like a lot of people do circle back Mm-hmm. So it comes full circle. Yeah, if you didn't care anymore. That, that's the annoying thing about the prowlers is that it's when you finally forgot about them mm-hmm. and then they come back. I don't know. I would say don't entertain it, especially if you're in a relationship with someone. But mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe you want to because you really like them. Maybe something happened to them. But now you have a name for these people that disappeared and then they come back. But I think that can be dangerous. I think, that, again, when people show you who they are, believe them. 
if they didn't have mm-hmm. the words to say this isn't working for me now or I got into another relationship or whatever and then they just pop back like no- well, the annoying thing about this is if they just pop back like nothing happened like hey how you been just right like, wasn't our last date six months ago when I didn't hear from you and is like I mean I'm very much a person that likes to put people on the spot so I'll be like you so- would Jamie no I do I'm very much like so like where did you go and yeah. then like I know that I can already tell like these kind of people they're just like oh what do you mean like I was busy or like oh yeah, no like we hung out not that long ago it's like it was literally six months ago right exactly so I think they can be a hassle so and hurt <laughs> so let's just avoid the parlors okay should we uh <laughs> there you go guys a little bit sex in the news that's what's happening in the world just so you know you know it's not on CNN but it's here on SWE all right we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back your calls I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com SXM. That's sexwithemily.com SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. The big O. Everyone's always asking me about it. How do I get there? Or I've never had one. Or I can only have it on my own. Some people are like, I can only have it when I'm sleeping, Emily. That is actually a thing. You guys, but here's the thing about sex. It's not so linear and it shouldn't only be focused on orgasms. What about your pleasure? What about intimacy? What about finding other ways to feel good? I just want you all to think about sex differently because there's a lot more to healthy sex than just orgasms. However, I'm not saying orgasms aren't amazing. I mean, they are. You see, I can't guarantee you orgasms, but I can give you some tools to help you along the way. Thanks to adamandeve.com because they want to get you there too with their big O kit. It comes with a great little mini vibe plus a special Climax gel that gets everything extra tingly. It's a great combo for some amazing pleasure. But also they want to give you more than the big O. You can also get 50% off one of your items and free shipping. I mean, have you been to adamandeve.com? They have so many toys, like literally every product you'd want, they have. All you have to do is use code EMILY at checkout and all the above can be shipped discreetly to your door. So while I can't promise you an orgasm, I can promise you a whole lot of pleasure and at least one big O. So check it out. You'll get 50% off almost any single item, free shipping and the free big O kit. Head over to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. All right, so we have Crystal. She's 36 in Oregon, and she wants to know how to get sex going with her husband. All right. Hey, Crystal. Let's get it going. Hey. Hey. Okay, so I've been married 10 years, and it's kind of always been like this, but it's kind of like a just roll over and we do it. Mm. So I know I've been listening to your show for a while, and I, I know about, like, the massaging and stuff, he doesn't like massages, but it's always kind of, and so we, I, we have a healthy sex life, but I tend to not want to have sex because there's nothing to get it going. It's just roll over and we do it and we go to sleep. Right. Okay. So, so it's like, how can 
I mean, I know there's ways I guess I could get it going, but it's how, how can we, it's, what's the ways to get it going at night without just rolling over? Right. No, I get you. Well, also another way is outside the bedroom. It's so, you know, can you have sex outside, like in, on the couch, in the kitchen, you kids. five kids. Oh my God, five kids. Okay, so don't do that. Although I do have a friend who has four kids and she had sex in the pantry last week in her kitchen. So until like they have a walk-in pantry and she's like, we just had sex in the pantry. I'm like, good for you. Like my friends are always texting me with these things. I'm like, yes, you did it. Okay, so you have to stay in the bedroom. I understand this. Well, how about like we, did you, I don't know if you heard a little early in the show, the shower, like shower sex is is so hot. If you guys ever shower before bed, so then you're like clean yeah, and no. in front of the mirror. He, does, yeah, he doesn't like to take showers together because he doesn't want to wait his turn. Okay. How about in the in a mirror? I'm using a mirror. I know. I get it. It sounds like you're 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 doing a lot of yes butting here. Like yes but no but. It's not yeah. going to work. So like listen. So I think you just got to like take it outside. Take it out. You know, a mirror. Mirror sex is really hot. Um, watching some porn together before you go to bed. Like I love watch having sex in front of a mirror. It's just a different thing. Like you're watching each other. It's really hot. Um, having some. Yeah. He said he doesn't like being touched. So I'm just thinking. Do you like making out with him? Like is that something that you're kind of missing? Yeah, but it's, I mean, I guess it came to like a rut type thing. We start making out and then it's oral and that's just, that's an every time thing, which is fine, but it's like the same thing. And that's it's the same thing. So we make out. He I get it. Out, he knows oral's coming. So. Right. He comes, he goes down to you, then he sticks it in, then you have orgasms, you roll over, you go to sleep. So I think like, right. um, what about, like, what is it that you, so tell me when you picked, this is what I got to ask you, Crystal. When you're thinking about it being different, what comes to your mind? Like, what what do you like? Or what's, like, do you like a lot of hot making out? Do you wish you played with your breasts more? Like, he could put a nipple clamp on. Like, he could use nipple clamps. Like, here's the thing. You guys are on a routine. And so he goes down, you make out, he goes down, you have sex, you roll over. But there's, I'm always talking right. about exploring other erogenous zones. So, like, what if he right. played with your, nip, your nipples? Like, what if he, you kissed his neck, played with his nipples? You know what I'm saying? Like, he rolls you over, plays with your butt, plays, you know, you guys get some toys. Do you have any toys? Right. We do have toys, and we did that in the beginning, and now it's just, we don't, yeah. Bring back some toys. I mean, here, and also, I have something. I don't know if it's out yet, if I can mention this. I have a, sus- a subscription box coming out, but you mm-hmm. could make it. It's like couples can get this for each other as a holiday thing, and it's once every, so it's four times a year. You just don't have your kids open it, but it's like a fun box that comes in the mail, and they'll be like lube and a new vibrator and a blindfold and just, or a little book. You know, you could get th- different things that will spice it up. Here's another idea. I have a book uh, called Hot Sex. I know you have five kids, so I'm always like, lock this book up, but it's over 200 things you could try tonight, and it's got great pictures in it, and you open it up, and you could, it sounds like you just need different ideas because you can literally open it to any page and you're like, let's try this tonight. Like it's just a new sex position oh, using a sex wedge under you. Like sometimes when we place another pillow on us, you know, underneath our butt and you lift it up your, from your, lift up your pelvis, right. you can, you get different positions. And also another right. thing is Creative Conceptions is a great company and they have, a, I'm giving you so many tips here. They have a lot of um, sex games that help facilitate fun things like, like asking each other questions or different your oral sex things they have a game called monogamy it's kind of like monopoly so like i just think you guys need some because for me i know what turns me on is when i have really intimate deep conversations too with my partner and we get closer so maybe there's like a sex game where you ask each other questions and that turns it on you know just one of these things and then let have him in on this with you you know say babe 
come on, enough with the rolling over. Let's do something fun and then go online and order some things or, you know, go to my website, check it out and be like, what would be fun to you? And then you guys are engaging in something fun together and then you're waiting for it, something to come in the mail and that's exciting and then you're trying it out. And then that will lead to more okay. things. All right? Cool, thank you. You're so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks, Crystal. All right, let's, we're going to fit in Scott right now. He is 45 from Ohio, and he wants to know how to get his wife to spend more time with him. Oh, hey, Scott. Yeah. Hi, let me help you with this. I cannot get my wife to understand that when she comes home from work, she immediately goes into her telephone, her iPad, her Kindle, and it's, non-stop until we go to bed and then when we go to bed she continues to carry that with her to the bedroom and i can't seem to get across to her that that is an interruption okay um, in our sex life yeah absolutely scott so it sounds to me like this is something that you need to talk to her about separately like it sounds like you've probably brought it up a lot and then she's getting frustrated right so I think the conversation yeah. that you have to have here is not when it's actually happening, but the next time you guys do have a night together, just the two of you, you could let her know how it makes you feel when she's always on the, the iPad and that the time that you, that you would like to have more quality time with her and that maybe you guys could kind of spend some time without the, like put it down and then you guys could do some other things together. Like there could, and I think it's really important for couples to have gadget free, um, time set aside, like a night without the phone. Like, I don't know. Is she working? Is she shopping online? Like, is she communicating with friends? Do you know what she's doing? It it has gotten so bad that she will stop in the middle of us having sex and check her stuff on her phone or her iPad. Yeah, this is not good, Scott. How long have you guys been together? Uh, eight years. Eight years, okay. I'm wondering if something else is going on, maybe. This is just really, it's disrespectful. And you can let her know that it makes you feel not loved and that your quality time together is really important to you. Because, and let her know, like, and ask her what she thinks it's about. Like, ask questions. She's like, I just do it. Don't tell me what to do. And you can say, well, I won't, because you know, she might get defensive because she's very attached to it. And you could just let her know that it's really important for your intimacy as a couple. Like, there's been all these studies now about couples, like, we're so addicted that you actually need to say, we are going to have a night together without the phone. You know, we are going to spend three hours without it. So I think keep talking to her about it, but from a place of feeling, not of criticizing her. Okay, Scott, we got to go, but thank you so much for calling. Let me know how it goes. I appreciate your call. Okay, let's take an email. All right. All right, so this is... Tressa, ooh, I like that name. Tressa, 51 in Tennessee. Hi, Emily. I'm 51 and married to the man of my dreams. I didn't even know sex could be fun until I met him. Aw, that's nice. He always makes sure that I'm satisfied, and he says that our sex life is great for him too, but I'd like to make it better for him. I know he wants me to dirty talk to him, but every time he says talk to me during sex, my tongue swells 15 sizes and Mm. I completely freeze up. How can I learn to dirty talk without feeling like an idiot? Okay. This, Tressa, this is a great question because it's so common. So many of us have been in this situation where we're like, what do I do? What do I say? What's dirty talk? Like, do I have to watch porn and then mimic what they're saying? You know, you're not alone at all. So this is, you don't have to sound like a porn star. You don't have to do anything different than just be you. So my biggest tips for like just beginner dirty talk is to just describe something that's like happening in the moment. So like, 
God, you feel so good. Like, I just want to like, you know, grab your ass or it feels so amazing when you're inside me or you know how to fill that in. Or something that happened in the past. Like, I keep thinking about that time we had, you know, hot sex or something in the future, something that you want to happen. So those are very specific things with details for the past, present and future that can kind of help you describe when you describe it. And you definitely want to have your dirty talk voice. So it's a little bit lower, a little bit slower. And it's great to do it practice. So I think it's fun in the shower. Like, and you're in the shower, like start talking dirty. Like, what would you, you know, you've been with this guy. He's the man of your dreams, right? And you're having such fun sex with him. And it's amazing sex. So think about the things that you guys have done that have felt amazing to you. Like, I'm sure there's been one thing where you're like, wow, that time he went down on me when we were in the Bahamas for an hour and then I had an orgasm watching this. Like, think about those things, the way he touches you. Like, how does it feel when his hands are on your neck? Things like that. And then describe them. And that's really what dirty talk is. You know, how he, uh, and let him know how good it makes you feel, how good he makes you feel. And, you know, Jamie's Mm -hmm. got a good dirty talk story like this too. Doesn't this, this reminds me of, didn't you have the guy, oh, you, you had a guy say this to you. He was like, talk dirty to me. You're like, oh my God, I have no idea what to do. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like, because it's hard in the moment. Like, if you're inside me and you're trying to ask me to do something in a performative way, like, and you're putting me on the spot, like, I'm just going to freeze up because I'm like, this isn't my idea. Right. You know, and it's it just because then I'm like, oh, crap, because then I'm like, I'm going to say something. And then when I actually did try to say something, because I'm not going to laugh at you because that's what my worry was. And then I said something and he kind of laughed at me and I was like, this is exactly why I didn't <laughs> we don't do that like right. I didn't want to say anything you know yeah so a good point for trust then too is that he should talk dirty to you like what does he want he could start the conversation yeah. as well and then you can answer back with some of the things that you've practiced or look in the mirror and practice or in the shower and then just get that voice down and know you guys sex can be funny and weird and messy and dirty and imperfect and that's the beauty of it so no one's going to be perfect at anything sexual the first time second time 10th time we try to do it that's part of the fun i think that's like a really good point because even when that happened to me i'm like you're not saying anything you're not talking (laughs) dirty so why do i have to lead this when it's your idea exactly give me an example right and that is also a good point like remember you guys you're in a relationship and you get means you guys are relating together you both have to find solutions it's not only up to one of you so when you work it on together and it's your own project to make your sex life more interesting, more frequent, hotter, sexier, you know, that's your, do it together. Mm-hmm. Teamwork. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks to my amazing team. Ken, Samantha, Julia, intern Michelle, producer Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com.